This week's episode is brought to you by Small Mistakes. Small Mistakes are caused by... Wait, what? Are you serious? This week's episode is brought to you by not checking the settings on Skype. Not checking the settings on Skype. So that's why I sounded like junk for the past three weeks. Hey, we here at Nexus at Night just want to wish you Americans out there a happy 4th of July. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to blow up my British friend's phone with Independence Day memes. Have a good one. Podcast where we have a counter blast. Oh god, why did I say that? I'm I Atlas. <laughs> I'm Matt and I hate Atlas. <laughs> I'm Fruit Beer. I'm just going to go in the corner now. <laughs> you should feel ashamed, sir. <laughs> I came up with that on the drive home and I'm like, they're gonna hate me so much, but <laughs> I mean, it's better than us just not responding. Yeah. <laughs> fair. I mean, Whatever. Anyway, so uh, today we're, we're going to be talking about uh, front triggers, which, uh, to the uninitiated, it's a, a, a trigger in the game of Vanguard that, when checked, gives your whole front row plus 10,000 power. If, uh, if anyone has been around for a long time with us, uh, you might remember our stand trigger episode where we were talking about how uh, stand triggers are the weakest trigger. And now in the reboot, there are no stand triggers yet, and uh, front triggers seem to have replaced them. So we're going to kind of probe around, uh, you know, see if we can't come to a conclusion whether or not uh, front triggers are better than stand triggers were or are good at all. Uh, spoiler alert, Matt is going to rail against it because that's what Matt does. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> stand, okay, stand triggers were the worst trigger. And, and to everyone who says, but Refros or but whatever, right? Yeah. You're not playing them as stand triggers. You're playing them because they have a freaking stupid effect. Yeah. And people just couldn't get it through their head that, that there's a difference between <laughs> playing a trigger, playing a crappy trigger for an effect and playing a crappy trigger. Yeah, well, and like the trigger, like people can't separate the trigger from effect. Yeah, well, and and the, in standards case, all the triggers have no effects so far, so it's just right. So it, there's literally yeah. nothing to talk about about that, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Um. So starting off first, uh, ex- uh, front triggers are only in Excel clans so far yes. that we've seen. So oh. th- those being oh. Nova Grappler, Tachikaze, Aqua Force, and presumably when we start getting reveals, Pill Moon and Murakumo. Well, Murakumo's... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Murkumo's and probably also. some other stuff. Yeah. So, my question is, do you think it would be broken if they put front triggers in Force or Protect? I think it would be actively bad. Actively bad? Yeah, like, I don't think you would play them. Interesting. I think Excel is probably the most powerful clan that you could put front triggers in because they have more front row. Yeah. So right? you, you get more bang for your buck with each additional filled Excel circle. Again, I have a complaint about front triggers. Okay. And it's incredibly similar to complaint about stand triggers. <laughs> is you need something already going on in order for them to matter. Crits still matter if you have nothing going on because you have a Vanguard that you can throw a crit on. You're just like, hey, I have a Vanguard. He gets a crit. Oh, did you guard it? All right, cool. You better have. <laughs> but like. I- the, the, the thing with the whole, you know, stand trigger stuff is, as of right now in standard, we don't really have these clans with, like, we don't have, we don't really have disappearing fields, we don't have Kagura, like, I'm going to decimate your whole board, it's like, I'm going to kill we a also, key things. We also don't have call five things. Yeah. <laughs> so, Well, like, okay, we do, his name is Unite Attacker, and we talked about that last week. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Spike seems pretty decent to me, I don't know. Yeah. 
but we'll, 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 we'll get to that later. One advantage that it has over stand triggers is that you get to... You don't have to choose where the trigger goes. It's just the whole front row. Yeah. And that, like, in this day and age, plus 10k is either a grade 1 worth of shield or a crit to block it completely. So in the case of, like, let's say you are in Excel Circle, and for the sake of argument, let's say you've written your gift grade 3 once, so you have uh, four total front row circles. If you get a front trigger, that is around four card, four additional cards that are going to be taken out of your opponent's hand, assuming they haven't taken one on damage. And that assumes you have a full front row. Yeah, I mean that 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 is an assumption. That, that is something that needs to be said, right? Like, yeah. you are committing cards to like you are. So the argument here is that if you get forty k worth of shield, right? Yeah, your vanguard power is probably you know it might be you know just as important or less important, right? Yeah, like so. Let's say this adds up to around four cards, right? Okay, but you're committing three on board to make it four cards. At the same time, that's like what Excel clans are supposed to do, right? Right. I, I get that. I completely yeah. get that. But I'm saying I'm I'm still saying like this is the important thing to note about why front triggers aren't as free as they seem. Okay, fair. Like I I think they're balanced. I just think that the co- like the committing a field without you know lots of plusing, i.e. Nova Grappler, right? Yeah, is very expensive. That compared to like Tachikaze, where there is a plus engine. Right. So th- that's pretty much it's just going to be Novas versus Tachis in this because that's all we know. But, but I'm saying like because Novas doesn't have a way to like gain advantage. Yeah. Call it, committing a field is that much more expensive, and like a card for Novas is worth a lot more than a card for say OTT. Yeah, but I mean like no- Novas quote unquote advantage engine is trying to like hit hard enough to where advantage doesn't matter. I guess. <sighs> I mean, you say that, but like you don't even have complete control over that game plan. Rupier, what do you think? I mean, hitting a front trigger defensively means you could also worry less about people swinging into your rear guards in the case of fighting against not Kagero. That's fair. That's fair. And I think I think that's a good point too. Like against, you know, like other like non-retire clans. So, you know, you're looking at like protect clans who might be interested in attacking your rear guards, right? Mm-hmm. Uh then that could prevent rear, uh, save cards later. And I think that's small. Because, like, if you think your opponent's going to attack a rear guard anyway, you would put a trigger there. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's, like, a huge difference. Like, if you're playing, like, Nova Grappler and you want to entice your opponent to attack a Vanguard and you get a trigger, like, they attack your Vanguard first for whatever reason, which is already questionable. Hashtag perfect riser. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really know. I don't really know how this game situation would set up where it's, like, March, where it's, like, very different from just getting a trigger on damage. Yeah. I mean, like, it's critical. Well, for the sake of argument, because this is what you're supposed to do, we have to assume your opponent is a super genius. So, All right, our opponent has big brain. <laughs> <laughs> has big brain with a Z. Um, but so, so you're right, uh, Rupert. Like taking a trigger on damage does take some of the a guesswork and b skill, I guess, out of uh, you know defending yourself. And depending on what you are, that can be a big deal. Like, Nova Grappler intuitively cares about that more than, say, something like Tachikaze. Yeah. We're like, all right, my front row are blight tops. I dare you I dare you to attack them. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It also takes a, a little bit of guesswork out of if your opponent doesn't perfect guard your vanguard, which in Nova Grappler, they have less incentive to do it because perfect riser doesn't gain any power. You could more reasonably guard it with a single card compared to 
other vanguards, which gain lots of power. Right. So here's the other question I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you're you're not like are you, you're never gonna play less than eight crit, right? Yeah, usually. Well, okay. In in protect and force clans, this question's irrelevant because that's all they can play right now. Right. But like, I mean, you could play more draws if you yeah. really wanted. But I guess this, you could play the gold standard seven five. Okay, for someone anyone who doesn't know about the gold standard seven five, in the ancient days of vanguards, this is pre Breakright era. All the best decks played seven five. Yeah. It was the perfect ratio, which would give you the best chance of double critting your opponent and uh, hitting draw triggers on damage. Yeah, and then odd number of draw triggers means you can't draw into a draw off a draw. Twi- right. You know. So. Since draw triggers will always draw draw triggers, the having an odd number meant that the you, one of them would always draw a card. Side note: I just love that draw triggers are PGs now for this very reason. Like it, it, it just hurts so much less to get the draw off the draw. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, also frees up utility grade ones, which could be relevant in the future. Yes, yeah. that is very true. So, how, okay, how do you think it would be different? Let's say uh, front triggers didn't exist and stand triggers were instead made to be like front triggers were instead of doing the just 10k it just stood everything what yeah um was still 5k power but it still stood your front row to give 5k to a thing and stand your front row no 5k to everybody and stand front row oh i see so you get less power but more uh attacks i think that makes even less sense with a lot of excel clans because they're already like standing stuff mm-hmm. like it would still make no sense in aqua force it would still make no sense in nova grappler yeah. Yeah, Shurikaiser becomes complete butt. <laughs> and, right? Because, like, oh, my field's already standing. <laughs> yeah. Stand a booster, I guess. I, like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense for Tachi Kaze because they weren't really designed to multi attack in standard, but, like, so yeah. far, we've been getting a lot of Excel clans that we presume to either spam the field or multi attack a lot. Yeah. Right. It's It seems that, uh, like, do you, do you think that uh, front. Front triggers are better than stand triggers, Matt. I. Uh... I think I stumped him. I... It's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to say. Like I have lots of data on stands, and I don't have a lot of data on fronts. Nor do I even know how each clan looks in with fronts. But I do think stand triggers are very bad. <laughs> I think stand triggers were better early on, and they just got really bad when you could triple check shit. Like once, like okay, once we got to even. Break right era, right? Because then people are sitting at like three damage a lot. Mm-hmm. There's no reason you're not playing as many crits as like you're not playing as you know as enough crits to like make that relevant. Yeah, except for like and, called reverse. That was the... yeah, except except for literally the only deck that can't use their vanguard to attack well. <laughs> yeah, like if your vanguard, if, like if your vanguard somehow sucks at attacking, which was never true after that point. Like in legionary, your vanguard was always great. Yeah, in stridor, your vanguard was always great. Like, you're just... And, and, uh, and Strider is, like, it's kind of a wildly different beast because you're constantly calling over shit or, like, moving shit around and everything's expanding <laughs> themselves. So, Centrigas mm-hmm. were just, like, exceptionally bad in Strider. Yeah. Except that they put all these broken effects on them. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that that caused a lot of people to, like, you would use the card as a stand trigger just because fuck it, like... The, yeah. There, there would be, like, okay, it, it whiffs, but who cares? It's Refros. I don't give a shit, like... I mean, Angel Feather is one of the clans where, because they trigger check so much, they could use the stands as a stand also. Right, and Angel Feather is kind of, I think, a special case as well. I think Angel Feather is the only deck that might have played like a vanilla stand just because it was in, like, no sale on it or some shit. 
Mm-hmm. Well, like you went no. Okay, well, th- this is after references limited, right? Well, I mean, either way, right? Like, like I think even before they would just play for no CL for refros. Yeah, and for surgery, twelve stands easy. But like, they also have this card that got actually gigantic for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like literally infinite power. <coughs> and yes, and they would and they could put their deck in such a way where you're going to hit stands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you could set it up in a way where stands were going to happen. So, like, Angel Feather is kind of a unique position in that it could kind of dictate its, out- its own outcome. Like, it wasn't just in the middle of a game, I check a stand. Yeah. Which is what it is in, like, Tachikaze's case with Coil Magnum. Makes sense. It's just, like, in the middle of the game, you're going to randomly check a stand. And you're like, when? I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be on a really – it's going to look really bad when you do, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get a draw and it goes back in my deck or something. I don't know. The, the next yeah. turn – <laughs> yeah. if you don't have to, if you don't have to guard with it, yeah. I retire five <laughs> cards. Call them all back. Oh look, a stand trigger. Yep. <laughs> I definitely had somebody like triple check Cola Magnums against me, and I just laughed and laughed. <laughs> I was like three or something, taking Vanguard. Yeah. Like, Please don't double crit me, and you're like, <laughs> yep. I was like, yeah, no guard your one check. K guard guard. Nice game. <laughs> it was just like, please. Another thing I noticed about uh, front triggers is that a lot of people uh, like them a lot. Uh, sure. Like I, I, people I'm are allowed s- to like things. Okay, but like I, I'm, I'm seeing on you know various Facebook groups on the subreddit, there's people going like, "I want to build an overdrapler. What do I do?" And everyone's like, <laughs> eight fronts, four draw, no crits." And uh, excuse me. I find that kind of alarming because if you're not running any type of critical trigger. You better have a good freaking reason, and front triggers are not one of them. Like, the thing with crit triggers is that not guarding at four is a gamble. And if you don't have that gamble in future matches, your opponent's going to be like, well, yeah, take it. I don't give a shit. Give me that fifth so, damage. There's, so, I, so I'm going to kind of play devil's advocate here. Yes, of course. There's a small assumption you can make where you can say, hey, uh... Maybe my opponent thinks I'm playing crits and is going to like overguard the situations, right? Yeah. But now we can think of that your opponent is a is a is a has a brain, a big brain, maybe even. Yeah. And your opponent's like, oh, I'm going to think about. I'm going to say, oh, I've seen two different fronts. I don't think. What if my I, if there's a ch- and I've seen zero crits. There's a chance my opponent is not playing crits. Yeah. So I can reevaluate how I'm responding to your Vanguard's attack. Yeah, and then well, at the very least, if they're playing. Two different types of fronts. There's a good chance that they could be playing, you know, less than four crits. Although you could also be the guy who runs two two of each front, just for the uh, the wild card value, I guess. Like our scenario is keeping in mind that we haven't seen them check any crits. Yeah. Right. Like, I, like obviously, you should think about what you've seen, right? Like, mm-hmm. especially like. So I think in Stride Era, it was very hard to keep track of how many, like, what cards your opponent had. Because like, everything went back in deck. <laughs> well, not it's not just that. Like everything went back in deck. People were like manipulating hand a lot. People were checking so many cards. It's just really hard to remember. Yeah. But now the game has slowed down a fair bit. It's pretty easy to keep track of what your opponent has, especially since you don't need to remember how many protect gifts they have because they're gonna you're gonna see how many protect gifts they have. Yeah. You're gonna see exactly how many because they have you know they have to be distinct. But when your opponent's checking only two cards a turn, they're drawing three a turn, right? Yeah. Two of them you get to see. You should know, like, a good percentage of your opponent's hand. And you can play that to your advantage. 
granted, there are some like in in OTT's case or even Tachikaze's case, you <coughs> you won't be able to do that as well. Sure, <clears throat> but in everything else, it, it's. Uh, you know, you, you 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 get a much better picture of your opponent's hand now than you did, you know, six months ago. And I think that should be a mild detriment of force clans is that you will people will know like a decent percentage of their hands of their hand, and I guess Nova's. So I, I just think that's something that you should be thinking about. So do you think that running the fronts over crits is a good idea, or I I, I would just play crits personally. Yeah, yeah of course. Like I. Uh, at, at the locals I went to last week, I, I, I lost handily to Nova Grappler. And uh, the guy was running zero fronts. And I, I asked why. And he goes, well, the goal is to kill you. Mm-hmm. And Chris do that. Yeah, I think fronts are, like, interesting. Like, they're fun to play around with. But I think crits get the job done better. Especially because, you know, with Nova Grappler, their vanguard already matters so little. So, like... If you could safely no guard their vanguard and save, save all of your cards for their rear guards, like boosting that up 10k with the front matters a lot less because you're already saving w- one to two cards just not guarding the vanguard. I mean, now now that we don't have like, well, at least as of right now, we don't have crazy crit gaining and triple drive and things like that. Or, and, well, or neither. Well, that, crazy crit. Uh, Crit ga- well, crazy crit gaining. Mm. <laughs> we'll get to that in about a month or so. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, but like, like there, there's that, and we also don't have like these recyclable, searchable PGs. It's just mm-hmm. you, you draw into them, and then that's it. Yeah. So being able to like wear down the opponent's perfect guard count is a thing you can do. Okay, protect clans are out of this equation. Well. Keep in mind, they still have to pay the cost, and yeah. so far, it seems like Mega Colony can't sustain it as well as OTT can. I mean, I, I don't think their goal is to sustain it, though. I think their goal is to, yeah. to kill you before that becomes an issue. With uh, with crit, okay, so going back to the the math thing for a second about uh, like how many cards a crit gets you while playing against the opponent. So fronts can give you like in in our stupid equation from before, it's Give or take another, you know, two car- two to four cards out of the opponent's hand with one additional Excel circle. And then that number increases, but you also have to, with more circles, but you also have to commit cards to those circles to get that benefit. Whereas crit triggers, depending on what the state of the game is, you can force haha, more cards out of your opponent's hand uh, the later in the game it is. Uh-huh. Whereas fronts up into till five damage, I don't think you force as many cards because there's not the pressure of going I mean, four to six. Like it's it's kind of hard to like math out how much crits do just because like crits are doing something over like a long period of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. crits set up, can, crits can set up like entire tones of the game, right? Like if you go like first attack crit and then like second attack crit, like this game is like wildly has a wildly different texture for your opponent than if you go like first attack crit, second attack front. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so like and of course that's like really lucky. Both of these are like really lucky situations, right? But the front is doing a lot less here. Yeah. I think that front triggers value will go up in clans that can commit to the field without committing actual cards. Mm-hmm. So like it's possible that like if Murakumo does like shadow cloning, front triggers could be a lot better in Murakumo than they would typically in other clans. Or because Pan- Murakumo Pan- yeah, or Pan- Pan- Exactly. Yeah. Because they don't need to commit actual cards to the board in order to make you full use of these front triggers, and possibly could do it in an earlier stage of the game, making them more powerful. Like, if you have 
too close. Like, let's say, you know, there's some Magasu ride chain or something, right? You ride grade two, you call two Magasu that are, you know, 9Ks, right? And your opponent's on probably, unfortunately, a 10K, right? Maybe he'll have some bonus so he can hit stuff. <laughs> but, like, then you're like, oh, I hit a front trigger, and now I have, like, two, like, 22s or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, okay, 22, 22, Vanguard. Or, like, Vanguard hit, stand, hit front, now I'm big. 22, 22. Like, that's, like, good. And then they go away. And you're like, oh, cool. I, yeah, I didn't have to commit any cards for to do that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. How do you think... Like that, what? that would be worth a counterblast. Yeah. Um, how, how, how do you think fronts are going to affect... Or maybe even now, how do you think fronts are going to affect premium? Because I think with, you know, premium Nova Grappler, you plus enough where committing to the board that much isn't as much of an issue. And then also, like, as we'll get to see later with Aquaforce and uh, Murakuma and Pillman when that eventually does come around, the amount of advantage gaining seems that enough where front triggers can supplement those gains. More than in standard. To be, I, I'm going to be honest. I've thought nothing about standard with front triggers or premium with front triggers. I didn't yeah. either, but then I realized like there have been times when we're like we're only like 20 minutes in, we ran out of shit to talk about. Oh no, like we haven't been. Well, I don't before. think. I don't think. I don't. Oh, I mean, I don't think we've ever. I don't think we ran out of stuff to talk about yet. Is I guess was point one. <laughs> so point two. Uh, I just like premium is like in a weird spot right now. Like. I don't think we should really worry about how pre like we can like speculate how like far far in the future this might affect premium. Yeah. But I don't think we shouldn't fo- we shouldn't focus too much on what how premium is right now. Fair. Um and that's the, the reason is because premium is kind of a non format until like a lot of clans get supported. Which is one of the reasons I think ARG Nats being premium was kind of a questionable decision. Mm-hmm. I think uh ARG Nats should have chosen to be G format. Yeah. So that people would be so you would have like a basically a final tournament of like a very rigid format that people understand and want to play. Makes and like sense. from my from my perspective, like a lot of people who were playing competitive Vanguard, like at the end of that format, were were having fun. Like there were some cards that people thought were lame, but in general people thought people were having a fun time and Bermuda players were very happy. <laughs> um <Yeah. laughs> but and I think it was a huge huge mistake to basically use a pre uh, format that Boucher had basically said wasn't ready yet. Yeah. Like in the in the stream where they announced the format, so that was standard G format and premium, um, they basically said that premium is going to be kind of uh, won't have a lot of you know even support until you know like later this much later this year. Yeah, I mean it, yeah. It, it, it's the wild west for now. So right, but if you use G format, you're still a, it, it so it does multiple things for ARG and for the player base. Basically, it says for the player base, like, hey, you don't need to, like, you can just, like, practice this right now and not worry about standard until, you know, after this event. Especially for people who have clans they might not want to play. And this is an important point. Secondly, um, it makes it so that the cards are still, like, still have value to people. I I do think that, uh, like, at least while the novelty of standard is a thing, people are just going to kind of put the stuff in the basement, proverbially, and then come back to it later. Yeah, I remember on Proof's Discord, like, immediately when they announced the different changes, like, I was very positive about it on Twitter, and, you know, a lot of people yeah. were very negative. Uh, but, you know, I was like, I think these changes are overall, overall good, and this was at the stream where they announced Standard. Um, and Proof's Discord, he was like, I wonder how this will affect ARG Nats, and I was like, they should they should just go with G format, I think that makes the most sense. And they were like, he told me they're decided, and then, you know, a couple days later, they had decided on premium, and I was like, that's very questionable. <laughs> Especially since you're going to have, like, only... Uh, what like the next these two sets? I believe. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. like very very soon. 
And, and then you're gonna have the unguardable Tom combo and stupid shit like that. Tom Water yeah, for the win. Yeah, we're gonna have, uh, yeah, Ichikashima, Sano Tom, like New Tom, yeah. and yeah, and it's gonna be it's kind of it's gonna be like really silly. Mm-hmm. And I think people who have committed time to playing decks in the D, decks in the G era, especially on the ARG circuit, kind of deserved like a real format for their last for the last event, like the last for. Yeah, like the last hurrah for these G decks, mm-hmm. and I think it's kind of sad that they chose a uh, that they chose kind of a not ready format for their for their nationals. Yeah, well, and I, and that that was of course their decision, and I think where that came from was people not seeing G format as a real op- as a real option, mm-hmm. and so people were just like, oh, there are two formats now. Like, no, there are currently three, and you should use G format if you want events with G cards until like it makes sense to use premium. Yeah, like I'd say maybe after the Q. Not the Destructor. the bad guy. Oh, <laughs> the, the bad guy, the Foo Fighters booster, where we get shadows and yeah. Pale Moon and all that crap. Ale I think, four. yeah, that's what they were called. Like we'll have about half the clans in the game supported. I think that's when the meta will probably become diverse enough that we could do premium seriously. I think I would wait for the set after that, just because you want like at least half the clan supported. Yeah. Well, I think that will be half. By oh, the oh, that that is, that is the fourth set. My apologies. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was the next set, but it's the one after that. Okay. No, no the, so, the, the the next set is uh, Aqua. Yeah, that's the fourteen. Please. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah okay. The Foo Fighters set. We're gonna have fourteen clans supported. I think. I think yeah, standard I think that's and a... premium would be fleshed out enough that we could have a more diverse meta. And I believe that is a timetable Bushiroad has on G format. Yeah. yeah. So, Bushiroad was thinking, like, we want most of the clan supported. And the things that won't be supported are things that were already very strong in G-Format. Mm-hmm. So, things like Gear Chronicle and Bermuda. Yeah. And, and Link Joker. Nubatama, Link Joker, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, so. uh, granted, uh, uh, DIs and Paleman are going to do some crazy shit in Premium. I mean, what it, is. it is what it is, right? Yeah. I mean, but, they preemptively banned the Pale Moon combo, so... Yeah. We don't even know what it is yet. We don't even know what this combo is yet. <laughs> what one of those new yeah. Jill is? Yeah, it, it's pretty nuts. But they didn't ban the unblockable Tom. Apparently, not good enough. <laughs> That's not good enough. Um, but so, uh, so yeah, what, I just wanted to say that, so it was like on record, like that was a massive I, ass tangent. <laughs> I, well, I, I think yeah. it's related to what we're yeah. talking about, right? Like, it's yeah. like very important to. And we hadn't really brought up premium, so I didn't really have a good time in the past to bring it up. Okay, fair. Um, but but I, I just wanted to say, like, I think that was a bad decision. And maybe if I had said, like, and I don't really know, like, if there's an avenue I could have said this earlier to <laughs> anybody's mind. If there was, I probably made a mistake. I don't think I'm that influential, but, you know, whatever. But, yeah, like, I, I'm just going to say broad stroke. I think that fronts are going to have a easier time, at least for now, in premium just because of the amounts of cards that, uh, you know, G-Dex were able to see pre-reboot. And the amount of Imagine. they can commit. See, if there was something like Gold Paladin, like, being, you know, like, Excel yeah. for some random ass reason, that'd be, I, like, pretty sweet. I really do think that Gold Paladin's gonna be Excel. Um, you do think that? Yeah, I mean, I really wanted Shadow Paladin to be Protect just so you had a Paladin on each thing, but, like, you know, life's never never works out that like that, does it? Nope. No, it does not. Um, what's it called? Actually, uh, interesting thought experiment, if you guys want to try this out at home or whatever. So if you have a deck from, like, Legion Era or before, preferably before Legion Era, um, 
pretend that it is, you know, reboot, and you just, whatever gift it is you want, like, if your gold paladin pretend it's Excel, screw it, there's no confirmation yet. And then, you know, they all have gifts, and they're 12k, and your triggers give 10k. It's a very interesting way to play, because you get to kind of screw around with old effects. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did this with a friend of mine where I played, like, standard royals against, like, Pelinor Garmore with Excel, and it, it was actually kind of fun to watch. Um, and he kicked my ass. It was, it was a good time. Because uh, fucking rewriting and getting a, a second Excel circle is really, really funny. Do you think that in the future they're going to go back to putting effects on triggers again? I don't know. I think I think this time they're going to be a little more careful about it. Yeah. Because ideal. So I think the dip, what they want... I don't think they're ever going to make triggers that go back in deck again. Ever? Like, I think they realized that was a mistake. Well, like, uh, the Prankster Girl of Mirrorland? Yeah, like, all of those effects. Like, yeah. Starvator, whoever, like, all, all of those cards, I think, uh... Refros. Yeah, I, I think those just not gonna do that again. Like, that was a huge error, and it caused a lot of problems throughout the game. And, like, I think they want triggers to be, like, strong guard. And that's, like, other than triggering them, mm-hmm. that's, like, it. And so hopefully the effects, like, I think Mario clones were fine. Yeah. I think... The shoved, I think the shoved a soul on flip on big triggers like crits and, and fronts would is fine. Mm-hmm. What, what about something like Wesley's Bantry where you shove and soul draw? I think that's reasonable, but again, you know, you have to watch what clan that's in. So yeah, I think it's, I think you know, but the the ones that are like, you know, go to deck, <laughs> do, some, do some crazy shit, are like super offensive. I I don't I don't think they're gonna do it for a while, if at all. But um, I'm personally hoping for all. For not at all. I think that would also force them now that they they did the draw PGs. You can you can do more creative things with your grade ones because there's more room now. You can even like split uh, the PGs if you want, right? Yeah, that's actually what like the first Tachi build I'm gonna do. That's I'm gonna try six crit, four front, two draw PGs, and then two regular PGs and see how it works out. I I, I, I don't really know what I'm gonna do, but uh... yeah. But I think it's interesting. Like, you know, you, you can do, do some cool stuff with your PGs. Your PG users aren't always grade ones. It allows them to do cool, sh- uh, different stuff with Guard Strict. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm still... I, uh, this week was disappointing because it was uh, Grand Blue on the stream. But the cards were sweet. I just think it was not Dimension Police. Hey, man, be, be we, nice. And we know, like... We know, like, most of Dimension Police card, and it's, like, really frustrating that we just don't have the card text. I mean, y- yeah, yeah, you have Dayusha, part of Great Dayusha, Die Tiger, and Die Brave. What more do you want? Uh, the rest of the card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Great Dayusha seemed to superiorize itself from hand, so... Right? What's that about? I want to yeah. know. After the Vanguard attack, too, so... It's, like, a superior ride and a restand, kind of. I didn't watch the episode. I just I just heard about the cards. So. Um, yeah, yeah. I I do think that uh, we're, we're going to see a lot more Aquaforce this week because uh, Leon is going to play Aichi. Um, Nobody cares. I mean, whatever. I, I, well, I, I, so Aichi's going to win. Probably. I pretty much just watched the anime for the uh, for the card. At least so that's it. All right. So I actually think this is the best thing that's come out of V. Is the anime actually shows us cards we haven't seen yet? Yeah. At the end of G era, we were seeing cards that like, like we would get the set and then see the cards. Yeah, and that wasn't as cool to me. Like, pretty much the only reason I watched the show like all throughout Limit Break era was to see new cards. I'm I'm pretty sure like the the, the reason that happened with G was uh, the the anime dictated the cards rather than the other way around. 
I mean, yeah, but so. even so. But I do like how they're like, oh, we need uh, a shot in the arm for Kagero and uh, Royal Powder, and here's a, what is it, mini booster? Yeah. I like this idea. So, like, instead of shoving them into a set and hogging up, like, space. 20... Yeah, because, like, according to the set list, we're going to get eight new cards and then a bunch of reprints. So that means four per clan, which is more or less what you would play out of a set anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So instead of having, like, ten cards in a set and then having over half of it be filler, you just... Put the number of cards you expect people to use anyways. And, and I also noticed that the, the card on the mini booster is uh, Exculpate the Blaster and No Velvade, which means, like, wonder how they're gonna gonna do that. I assume they'd be grade 3s again. I don't think they're gonna bother with grade 4 vanguards right at the, at the turn mini- of... Yeah. And I, what do you think about getting reprints this soon? I mean, it depends on what they're reprinting. They could be reprinting a bunch of G stuff. Oh, mainly decks from the trial deck and BTO one. I mean, that's not the worst I mean, thing. I mean, I guess they gotta fill a set with something, right? Yeah, I mean, that's not the worst thing either. And the, and the cool thing about the mini boosters, because the packs are so cheap, it's a good thing just to be like, I don't know, I found this in my couch, let's get a mini booster. <laughs> yeah, like, I think it's fine. Like, this is probably the best way to support a clan without crowding a booster. The only thing about this is that it is going to take up like release time. They're probably that's probably going to be our set for the month. So it's basically a dead month. What is that? What did it say? September. Yeah. So unless they announce another set at the same time, this is going to be our support for that month. So that would suck. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like it's making you wait longer for everything else, but at the same time, it's not crowding them out. All right, so is that everything we have to say about front triggers? Because I got a little thing going on. Yeah, I think that's about it. All right, yep. all right, Max, right? you ready to get, to get stumped? Yeah, dude, let's do it. All right, <laughs> all right so if you, did, if you didn't listen last, last week, uh, the, na- the, the, the way the game works is I open a really old pack of uh, Vanguard cards and say the name of each card. Matt has to guess the grade, the, uh, the skill... And, uh, if you want, the clan. So, close your goddamn internet browser. Okay. Alright, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, first card. Starting presenter. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like, uh, some grade zero. But, uh... I, I, the name certainly implies that, yes. Right? <laughs> Starting presenter? Who the fuck is this clan for? Um... So it sounds like a Pale Moon card. Not but wrong. neither of these. So, so it has. So you're doing comic style first. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually don't know. I'm just gonna guess it's like a grade zero four K. I'm just gonna guess it's like a grade three searcher. Like you know, kind of also one shot missile. Look at top five for grade three or higher. Add it to hand. All right. So he in fact is a six K grade one that when another pale moon rides on top of him, you can soul charge too. Oh, this card's awful. So actual, <laughs> yeah. actual butt. Um, I, see, I don't know bad cards, so I'm going to do terrible with comic style. All these cards are bad. All right. Lark Pigeon. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Rupert, I, think it, I, think, I, think it, I think it's an OTT card. Or like a... It's either an OTT or Royal Paladin card. I'm not actually sure. I actually don't remember if Gold Paladin was in the set. Oh my god, what is this What is comic... No, it wasn't. This was before Gold Paladin. It's comic style. Why does the set exist? Yeah, I, I don't know. Rupert, you got a guess? Or... No. 
right, so it's another Pale Moon. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> grade zero from the soul at the beginning of your guard step. <laughs> if you have a Pale Moon Vanguard and no cards in your hand, you can call him to guard circle from soul. Uh, how did anyone know that? <laughs> I don't even know why they had it be handless. Okay, th- this is this is a fun uh, full circle. Riser Custom. <laughs> <laughs> the original Rider Custom. Yeah. Oh, yes, it's like grade one, 6K. You got that part. All right. Uh, it's a Nova Grapple, obviously. Da da da. Yeah. And you can, like, like Counter Blast one, Soul Blast one. You can, like, you can attack on the first turn or some shit. No, that's the new one. <laughs> oh, that's the new one. My bad. Sorry. Uh, oh, this one. So this one has to be even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh god! I like to laugh at you. I mean, the 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 riser custom, the new riser custom is. I know. I, I, it, it has to be. It has to be a grade one six k. I knew that. Yeah. Uh, the the effect of these cards are all so weird. Uh, I'm gonna guess like. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's a six k, so it has to have like a good effect, right? It's got a really boring effect. I'll. I'll... Uh, but it's a 6k, so yeah. it's, it's, the effect has to be, like, good back then. Yeah. I don't know, like, <laughs> when boosting Counterblast 1 stand the thing in front of it, but it's still, like... No, no. I don't know. So, you're still thinking about the new one. So, uh, uh, Riser uh, Truster back in my day was uh, Van or Rear during your turn. If you have a unit named Battle Riser in the back row of the same column as him, he gets a plus uh-huh. 6k. That's it. All right, so it makes a seventeen column. Yeah. Yeah. No, six sixteen 15. column. No, fifteen column. Yeah. Even better. Wait, did Battle Riser not get plus three K? Uh, when he boosted. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you boost him, and you get you get your at eighteen. Uh, well, okay, here. Battle three K plus six K. Yeah, that's yeah. Battle Battle Riser is a three K stand trigger. When he boosts, uh, four runner. When he boosts, gives plus three K. End of battle. Shuffle him back in deck. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's was, a six K was... boost to a twelve K unit. That's eighteen. Yeah, but like that's what that, I'm saying. no, no, that was the next <laughs> card. That was the yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, I, I yeah. got that. I got that. Yeah, I, I didn't have any idea. All right, uh, I forgot that. It, I forgot that. Like there were these battle riser specific cards. Yeah. All right. Here's another one. Promise daughter. Oh, I know this one off the top of my the head. The original promise daughter. Yeah, I don't know. The original like, promise daughter. Like, discard a card, gain five k or something. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah. So, so on banner rear, drop an OTT when it attacks. Is it a grade two eight k? No, grade two nine k. five k. He got it. Yeah, I knew yeah. that one off the top of my head. Wow, how did you even know? I just happen to know bad OTT cards because I have like a oh. million of Promised Daughter sitting around for whatever reason. I was waiting to get the Calvary of Black Steel. That's a set that I know. <laughs> All right, uh, medical manager. We're in Calvary of Black Steel. So uh, this is a this is, medical manager is a grade one seven k. On Vanner Rear, when play, Soul Charge 1. Yep, I got that. <laughs> uh, Alright, Stat of Darkness, Vortimer. Uh, which one is this? Okay. That should be the Grade 1, I believe. Yes, I believe it's the Grade 1 of the Duke Ride Chain. So when you ride this unit, if you uh, when you or when you if you have a whatever the starter's name is in Soul, yeah. uh, you look at top 2, call up to 2. Yeah, um, and then it's a gold paladin. It's a yeah. grade one seven k gold paladin. Yeah, there's another effect too. But... Oh, if you have the thing in soul, it gets plus one k. There you go. Yeah, 
the classic ride chain garbage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, this was part of a very popular deck called Spectral, Spectral Duke. If, if you didn't play Vanguard, if you played Vanguard for a really, really long time, i.e. since the beginning, uh, Spectral Duke was kind of a nuisance. Yeah. It was literally, literally everywhere. That was a pain in the ass for sure. Um, all right. Eagle Knight of the Skies. I don't fucking know. It's a gold. It's another gold paladin card. I have no idea what it is. No, not even that. Hmm. It's not even. A, it's not a gold paladin. Oh, is there was there royals in the set? Yes. Oh, I guess there was. I don't know. What does it do? I don't okay, know. So I have no idea. Grade two, eight k. When on Van Rearman, it attacks if you have more rear guards than the opponent plus three k. Oh, it's this garbage thing. Yeah. yeah. All right, Kung Fu Kicker. Uh, this is literally a stand trigger. Five yes. k <laughs> vanilla. Plan. Spike Brothers. Good job. All right. Oh no. no, no. Also. What? Go ahead. What, what? What? No. No, you said also. Oh, also. Um. Yeah, it has no other effects. But I'm saying like stand triggers were laughably bad in spikes. Yeah. For an insanely <laughs> long period of time, and they only started playing them when they had effects. Yeah. That's true. All right. Full circle. Um. All right, th- th- this this really makes me laugh. White Dragon Knight Pendragon, and I have an interesting detail about this one at the end. Is it an SP? It's an SP, yes. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I pulled an SP right. Pendragon. Are you going to give it to Richard? I might, but this is definitely going on the Nexus at Night Twitter first. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what this card does. I just know that it's bad. Rupert, you want to take a crack at it? I'm looking at the wiki page right oh, now. Okay. All right, fine. So, uh, grade 3, 10k. Limit break. Knew five. that. All right, at the beginning of your main phase, look at five cards from the top of your deck, search for up to one grade 3 Royal Paladin, ride it, and shuffle. And then when you place him on Vanguard Circle, he gets plus 5k. The end. Wow. Yeah. And you got an SP. Sick, sick luck, bro. An S. Uh, I, what was I, that? Was Promise Daughter the rare from Comic Style? Yeah. Yes, Promise Daughter is the rare. <laughs> it's so funny. I think I did pretty well that pack. You did. You did fucking better than me last week. I got three in Calvary of Black Steel, yeah. <laughs> and I just randomly knew Promise Daughter off the top I, of my head. I was hoping you opened the grade two for Vortimer because it has some different effect. <laughs> Oh yeah, because you have to retire. <laughs> because you have to retire something they call to. Yeah. Oh well, so it goes. Well, actually, the the green one Vortimer, you gotta do that too. But. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. You you just call it draw all the time. All right. Well, uh, that that's pretty much our show. Uh, y- y- you can find us on Twitter at Nexus at Night, like I mentioned. Hold on, hold on, hold but... on, hold on. Stop right there. You said you had an aside about Pendragon. Oh, that it was an SP. That was it. Oh, that was it. Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rupert got it. Rupert got it. It was. It was. Uh, Rupert, yeah. you ruined everything. Yeah. <laughs> All right, find us on Twitter at Nexus at Night. Me at Atlas Novak. Matt at Wiggins. me at Wiggins. Yeah. On it before you. Yes, good and job. And at Plasma Eclipse for me. Hooray! All right, Atlas, the luckiest son of a bitch, pulling SPs. The 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 It wasn't even good when it came out. It was just like a placeholder. Hold on, this SP might be at least a dollar. I think, like, drink coaster, question mark? Let's find out. <laughs> What's this guy's name? Player. White Dragon Knight, Pen Dragon, SP. Yes. A dollar sixty-four. Hey, sixty-four market... cents than we thought. But it says the market price. Somebody apparently bought one at four dollars, but who knows how long that was. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, well, you know, that was... 64 that, that's is heavily played, so... Oh. 
Mirror Man Mirror almost Mint three. Yeah, you could sell it for a whole three dollars. JK, mean, no one will buy it. That recoups, yeah. that recoups the cost of one pack. <laughs> hey, better than I did. <laughs> Alright, well, until next time, I was Atlas. I'm still Matt. And I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.